New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. And good morning, dear ones. Reverend Robert here behind the light overlay. There we are. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Rev Z right here, just trying to hang in. <laughs> and we're a couple of ministers talking shit. And we do this every Friday morning here on the New Thought Media Network at 7 a.m. Mountain Time. Z and I, we get together. We've been doing it. This is episode 59 or 60 or something like today. Uh, and uh, every week we just kind of look at the stories, look at what's coming up in our consciousness, what's being, what's showing up in our worlds and have a discussion around it to uh, to look into what's going on in the world. So um, unfortunately, we have to start today's program on a sad note again. And if you didn't see the news overnight, there was another uh, another shooting. Uh, this one's a small one. So it's going to make the news because it includes a one-year-old toddler. Um, it's not going to make the outrage because we just don't get outraged by random gun shootings in supermarkets anymore. <laughs> Our hearts and prayers and more go out to the family who lost a grandmother and a child yesterday. Yes. Um, and I cannot imagine and do not want to ever imagine the grief in the generation in between there. Uh, someone lost their parent and their child yesterday. Yep. I... We, we lift up our hearts, we lift up our prayers, and I personally will say one more time, enough is enough when it comes to guns. I mean, there's almost, I, 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 I would say, and I should go check it, you know, uh, there seems to be every, definitely every week since this year began, and it seems like most every other day, there's some, uh, what, appears to be random. I know they're not some of them, but where, you know, three or four people are killed. And, and even the other day in Miami, there were three people killed and 20 injured at, at, at a, some kind of event center or something. And it's like, yep. when are we going to really understand that allowing guns just to proliferate to everybody, because we're saying it's some amendment, right? It's like, right. okay. Uh, Okay, yeah, that's in the books, but do we need to reevaluate that? Do we need to modify that? Do we need to put more more uh, uh, controls for that? Because it's, it's it's getting out of hand. I mean, it's already yeah. been out of hand, but now it's just being more proliferated and 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 uh, into the public eye. I think. Right. Yeah, it's. Um, <clears throat> I think it's gotten beyond ridiculous. Um, registration, licensing. Background checks, yeah. insurance, yeah, and incredibly hefty penalties and fines for uh, illegal sales, for unauthorized possession, for any violation of those laws. If if a good guy mm -hmm. with a gun wants a gun, 
I believe a good guy with a gun will have no problem right. registering it, insuring it, licensing that gun, just like he does his vehicle or his car. Um, only bad guys, you know, great. That's and ramp the heck out of out of out of the penalties. I, I recently saw a very good piece by um, Jordan Klepper, the comedian from Comedy Central, and he did a long form piece on guns and how to solve this, and realized that. <clears throat> there are actually a lot of gun owners that are in complete agreement with a universal background check. Right. It's just the politicians that are against it. Because <laughs> they can't get some lobby money. But, you know, <laughs> I, you said something that I hadn't heard before, and I, I think it's a brilliant idea, is every gun owner should get, they have, they, they, they have to mandate them to get some insurance. So if if you, i.e. as a gun owner or someone gets your gun and commits a crime where someone is injured or, or dies, you have to get an insurance policy to pay some kind of retribution to do something for the people right. who lost a loved one or lost their own lives. I mean, they wouldn't get it, it would go to their, their, their relatives. But, but again, those kinds of things put in place would begin to separate the legitimate, you know, hunters and, and range shooters and, and people who legitimately understand and, and, and know how to operate guns and, and, and respect them from those people who are looking to be criminal elements um, in the society. Yeah. Yeah. One wrong misfire, you know, one just one accident cleaning your gun or one misfire in public and your insurance rates are going to go through this through the roof and we don't have to worry about outlaw it. insurance companies will do this for it. it will make yep. it too expensive to keep them yeah and it would be another way of understanding and knowing who has guns right and i think and that is that therein i also learned this this week that in there is part of the problem see because the federal government does have a, play, a, a location, a facility in the United States where they, where they keep track of guns. They keep track of guns by their serial numbers and if they've committed crimes and, and where, where they, what they know of them. Here's the problem. They're not allowed to use computers in this facility. <laughs> and understandable. Because that would be a national registry and database. Yep. So all, all this work is being done by hand by a group of about 50 people. They get hundreds of thousands of requests every year to trace guns and try to determine if a gun's been used in a previous crime or not from mm -hmm. law enforcement agencies across the nation. It's a cluster. Let me tell you that. <laughs> the whole system is effed up to the max here. And there needs to be and and it all comes back to this belief and i think it's a wrong belief but i think it comes back to the belief that we need to know who owns the guns that are out there right right and the people that own the guns seem to think they should be allowed to have as many as they want and nobody should be able to know about it. i well and and I, you know you know one thing is this you know <clears throat> Life itself is not a, a, a 30 minute sitcom or a one hour, you know, movie series, a television series where we have a problem and it's all solved in one hour and and we, you know, we can smile and go to the next one. 
this thing is this thing is pretty serious and it goes away from that whole notion of we can solve every problem in 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 a New York minute so to speak but what we have to begin to realize i think is the idea that life is continually unfolding whatever was before this moment right now is different right now right <laughs> so we get into that idea that we have to continue to be uh, aware and open and 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 for lack of a better word vigilant vigilant has some repercussions on it but i can't think of a better one right now so that we begin to notice the changes that are going on and try to stay in tune and realize one other thing that cause and effect are not closely related always right if I put my hand on the fire, that's an immediate cause. If I put DDT in the ground, that's a few years, decades before I understand. I shouldn't have put that DDT in the ground. Boy, that thing is, is wrecking havoc right now. Right. Yep. Okay. Um, so that's not what we were planning on talking about today, no. folks. <laughs> we were we were planning on talking about well giving a shout out to uh dr jill biden and i don't know if you saw her fashion choice yesterday she uh was hanging out over in europe with her husband our president their first trip overseas officially as the first couple and uh, she was seen in public and photographed wearing a jacket that said love on the back which I think is great, uh, especially compared to some of the images we've seen in the last few years. Uh, so it's uh, it's nice to see the American reputation, I guess you would say, seems to be rising in Europe again. Our our friends are, are coming back out and mm -hmm. shaking hands and saying hello. And uh, and there is some good happening in the world. Right, folks? Uh, that's one of the things we would keep an eye on. Yeah, well, and, and you know, uh, it speaks to, in my mind, this whole fair weather friend thing. I mean, if you if I'm your friend, I'm your friend. Now, you may make me mad sometime, and I may, uh, you know, say, all right, I ain't calling that dude in a couple of days. I got to get my head together. But then once I do that, uh, I'm going to either call you and apologize, or I'm going to call you and say, you pissed me off, and then we're going to go down the track and say, all right, we're done with that. Let's move on, because that's life, right? Uh, we, we, we have this thing where we, you know, don't always see eye to eye with anyone. And so the adult and, and mature thing to do is, you know, go have your pity party, whatever you need to get yourself centered, meditate for some people. Some people don't have a pity party. And then they come back and they reconcile and they make the thing and they keep moving down the track. And that's what I see beginning to happen now with, with our country and other countries is that, okay, we had a misfire for whatever reason. I'm not calling anybody names, but now we have serious, I mean, I'm going to throw a little monkey wrench in the, in, 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 the, in the mix here, just on global warming, right? Let's take global warming as something that the whole globe has been fighting and <coughs> proving and not approving and agreeing and not agreeing. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I, here in Colorado for the last mm. Out of the last probably 15 days, we've been almost in the 90s every day. Like yeah. today, it, it's supposed to be like 96, 97 in Colorado. Hotter than it is in Florida and some places in Texas. Now, that's we can call it what we want. We can call it, you know, weather patterns changing, or global warming, or, 
uh, uh, changing the trade winds, but it's getting hot, right? And and global <laughs> warming is probably a misnomer. It, it, climate change is a better one, right? To global warming, people say, well, you know, we, we can, but the patterns of weather around the globe are changing. They got droughts out in California again, which every time this happens, we get fire in, you know, fire warning increases. They said this morning, I saw Lake Mead that was dammed up mm. for the Hoover Dam yep. is at its lowest point since 1930. L.A., pay attention. <laughs> you know, so that's where so, you get your water. <laughs> so it, it 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 makes sense for for issues like this, especially that are global impacts, for the globe, the leaders of the world to begin to come to some agreement, some approach to solving problems together, and not yeah. bicker about craziness. There's a big fire uh, started yesterday in Utah in the LaSalle Mountains of Utah, starting to blow a lot of smoke into southern Colorado. And it is crazy. We we had the wettest May on record. Mm -hmm. Wet, cold, rainy, couldn't get anything done. I got a dozen yard projects just waiting to get finished. Mm -hmm. So much water, you couldn't finish anything. And then all of a sudden, bang, it's too hot to go do anything. <laughs> getting any work done this week either. No. But you point to something, Z, that I think is important, too. Far too often, it seems, um, I don't want to make this a left-right thing. I don't want to make this a liberal-conservative thing. Mm -mm. I, think it, I think it's about those that embrace mm -hmm. change and those that push against the change. Mm -hmm. Because global warming is a shitty name for trying to inform people about what's going on mm -hmm. global uh, climate shift mm -hmm. is a much better way to describe and a much more approach oh okay how is it shifting where is it shifting why when versus now it ain't getting warmer it, it it's and and the change makers if you will those supporting and affecting and promoting the change <clears throat> It seems like me, we have a tendency to do this far too often. And the latest one that I see, and I know we want to talk about today, is critical race theory. Mm. Now, you found a story in, in Florida. We'll talk about that in a moment. But what I'm inviting everybody into is a consideration, as we listen to what Z is <clears> going to <throat> share with us here, consideration. How do we actually frame some of these conversations? And I'm going to speak to an even higher level for all of you out there that are naming these things. Let's think about this before they get in the media, before we put them in a white paper for somebody to publish. How can, because critical race theory by its name just immediately turns me off. It's, I don't want to be critical. I don't want to be taught. Nobody really wants to have to talk. I don't believe we want to have to talk about race. We are, and we're going to keep doing it until everybody that doesn't want to talk about it is at least willing to talk about it. But you put these words together and you get something that immediately just turns people off. And then it gives one political party a great opportunity to rail 
and we end up with what happened in Florida. Tell us, Z, what happened so, in Florida? So school board in Florida just banned teachers uh, from, uh, you know, from, from teaching critical race theory in schools. Now, you know, here's, here's my, here's my issue with that, especially as a black man. And Robert and I talked a little bit about this, um, in the beginning before, before we came on the air. So this critical race theory talks about that, you know, there's inherent racism and in essence, in this system that we live in. And I get it, you know, we know, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. oh, time out, hold on. Time out. <clears throat> we got to get rid of that word in essence. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so in, in, in a condensed version, about <laughs> in a condensed analysis, in a condensed definition, critical race theory speaks to the fact that Racism is inherent in our system here. And, and, so, and, and our system was built to maintain that. And our, system, system. And our system was built to promote and maintain that system of, of inequity. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. And, and, and so, so uh, it's something that came out of the 70s when, when especially in, in the African-American community, Black Power Movement, was was on his rise and everything and and it's and it was looking at you know the whole idea of that right and so i said if we look you know it's 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 difficult sometimes if not almost all the time for us to look at ourselves critically and examine where we are and where we came from and you know in some cases we might get implicated all right that that happens but when we look at a country that forcibly went to another country, took people in the bottom of boats, brought them to a country and treated them as animals. And designed those boats specifically for this purpose. There, there exactly. was no, it's not like we repurposed boats for that. We purposefully designed boats for this activity. Right. And, and, and came here and used forced labor captured by force to work the land and to work the houses and to work in the factories to create wealth for another set of people. Now, that's one thing. And then when we go back and we look at the founding fathers, a large, major, a large number of the founding fathers had slaves. Yes. And so, Although they were saying liberty and justice and freedom and all of that, they had people that were not getting liberty, justice, and freedom. And so we know, especially now, that that if you grow up in a culture, even if you may not necessarily agree with the culture, some of those attitudes and behaviors and beliefs get ingrained in who and what you are just because that's what you see. And so, of course, it creates a dichotomy. And so now people who have had that dichotomy are beginning to wake, wake up, maybe, let's say. But this whole idea that we can just pass over this whole racial thing or the ethnicity thing, however people, you know, we got different words for it now, but it's the same. We are, this system has been built to take advantage of the less advantage. 
We see it every day in our, our corporate environments in some cases and uh, in, in, in how we use immigrant workers, uh, migrant workers. I mean, it's everywhere. And so we need to talk about it. Now, we can definitely get a better name, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we can't, not, we can't not talk about it. Let me go there. Right. We can't not talk about it because hiding this issue, sweeping this under the rug, in my opinion, is the greatest form of white supremacy there is, of white dictatorship mm-hmm. there, there, would, there could be. It, it, no, this makes me and my people look bad. So we're going to outlaw you from even talking about you can't like we can't even. Where are we supposed to discuss theory other than school? Yeah. Right. So, again, I don't think this is a theory. I, I think we have more than enough evidence at this point that if we were to lay it out in a court of law, the United States would be found guilty of being a race built on racist principles, on white supremacist principles. Yeah. And and that we utilized and took advantage of people across, that we are guilty of all this. Now, there are those out there that are going to immediately, you know, you can't judge me for the actions of my forefathers. And we're not. We're not trying to say you are a bad person. But we are trying to say that all of us in a, how did I hear it say? Those of us with less melatonin than most people, (laughs) uh, that we start to at least own up to the fact that this country is not the angelic Godhead figure we, we've always thought it. We've made mistakes. We've done bad things. We have to make atonement, reparations. We have to do our inner work as a country, I believe, if we want to move forward. And continuing to stick our head in the sand like this school board in Florida, it pains my heart. And, you know, it, it, it when, when you when you look at it, you know, People think, well, you know, that wasn't me. Right. It wasn't you. But there are a lot of people, institutions, whether they're corporate, whether they're educational institutions that were allowed to build massive wealth. Yes. As a result of this. And then now when we're in an economic situation where the data speak clearly that that black families make less money, save less money, have less opportunity to house and less opportunity to education, all stems from this, this, uh, you know, that's like, let's say we're going to run a hundred yard dash, but you got a 30 yard advantage on me already. It's yeah. like, I, unless you give me a rocket, I'm not going to, it's going to be, I won't say I won't catch it, but it's going to be, I got to work <laughs> really, really, really hard to make up 30 yards. You, you, and, and it, and I, we haven't known each other our whole lives, Z, but I got a pretty good feeling you've worked five times as hard as I have. And that's not because you've been around a few more years than I have. And it's not because you're more dedicated than I am or more committed than I am or more driven than I am. It's just simply that you have more hurdles and more obstacles to overcome. Yeah. I, yeah. my, if we were in a, in a foot race, I got a straight line <laughs> Fairly, pretty much. I was born with a straight line from start to finish as a white guy. 
you were born with a racetrack that goes like this and you got a jig zig and zag and you know serpentine serpentine back yes, and forth exactly <laughs> and i'm standing at the finish line going damn dude why are you breathing so heavy come on what took you so long let's go i got another one of these right it's now folks we can make light of this right we can we can but the end result is, and I think if you're watching this program, you know, we are the change makers. We are the ones that are going to end these, some of these practices. Uh, and if not us, our kids are going to walk in and dismantle so much of these inequities that have been built. But first step in any the first step in any recovery is admitting that you had a problem, that you have yeah. a problem. America, <laughs> yeah. we got a we've got a problem with white supremacy. And 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 you know, <clears throat> on that previous point, you know, I growing up, I was predicted to be one of those statistics. Uh my mother died when I was six, my father died when I was 18. Uh, I had lots of independence, lots of freedom, lots of craziness going on in my life. Uh was definitely to be on the other side of the fence, so to speak. And but all through that, the, the mantra, I think, especially during my era growing up, you got to be twice as good, twice as smart, twice as swift than the next guy, because that's what you got to do that just to get in the door, just to get looked at. And so now going forward, you know, most uh, uh, African-Americans who come out of that era have either overtly or, 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 or covertly, if you will, put their kids in a situation to that. There'll be a lot of things you may or may not get in terms of my teaching for whatever reason. But one thing I will make sure is that when you walk in the door on a job or whatever it is where you are being uh, looked at for an opportunity, you can walk in there with your head high, shoulders back saying, I can handle anything y'all throw at me related to this job. So right. you can't use that. You won't be able to say I'm not qualified or whatever, because I'm going to be dead on. And right. so you begin, you know, it's a slow erosion, but begin to erode that, that premise that blacks aren't smart. They, they can't comprehend. I mean, I just think about coming from the South, the whole idea they had for a long time that blacks couldn't be quarterbacks because they couldn't think. <laughs> that was the actual statement and now uh i'm i'm just gonna say and now and i'm gonna shut up right there right yeah wow and now i feel like getting down on a knee with colin kaepernick um <laughs> uh, yeah. right yeah um you know, folks, we we get it. Um, and both Z and I, we've been brought up. I can't tell you how many times I heard this next phrase, and I'm sure you have is too. There's always a spiritual solution for every human problem. Yes. We're not here to prescribe exactly what that solution is for you. 
because your spiritual experience differs from everybody else's spiritual experience. Now, we're aligned, we're, we're fairly closely aligned, and in most cases, very closely aligned. And I'm sure there's still, if we dug far enough, a couple places where Z and I would look at each other and go, you're nuts. Uh, <laughs> and then we'd talk about it, like you said, right? Mm -hmm. Then we'd talk about it, we'd have a conversation, and we'd come to a realization that at, the, at all times, we're more alike than we are different. We're more one than we are separate. And you'll hear us say this a lot as well, right? Oneness is not sameness. We, we bring our uniqueness to this game. We're inviting you to bring your uniqueness to this thing called life. And we believe and we hope and we trust that by having a little bit of fun and shooting the shit on Friday mornings, we can inspire you to say, hey, here's a place where I can get involved. Here's a place where I can think differently. Here's a place where I mm -hmm. can go serve or a way that I can, can help affect the change that is already upon us. We are one human family. And until we start acting like that, not just believing that, but acting like that, mm -hmm. doing those things, then we're going to continue to run into um, bigots that think critical race theory needs to be outlawed and, uh, and people that think that guns are still the only way to solve a problem and, uh, and so on and so forth. So, uh, Z, we made a pact to stay on time this week. I don't think we're going to make it but we'll be close we'll be close <laughs> we're close <laughs> so folks um we're gonna go into final thoughts and get this wrapped up uh please stay in touch and let us know um what you think on some of these topics we've got an email minister minister talk at ntmedia.org i'll find the banner here in a moment somewhere um but join us and uh and please be a part of the conversation. Let us know where these things are landing for you, what you'd like us talking about, uh, if there's guests you'd like us to have, uh, any of that sort of stuff, you're more than welcome to reach out or drop it in the comments and we'll see it there too. Z, final thoughts before we get back into our Friday. Yeah, you know, for me, uh, you know, that spiritual approach to uh, reconciling some of these challenges that we're facing is please everyone stay aware continue the conversation. Um, that's what we need. You know, we, we can't fix a problem if we don't know it's there. Uh, so let's talk about it. Let's fix it that way and call it good. Yes. Hey, we set an alarm to remind us we have to get off the air on time today. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> We're going to get out of here, folks. Thanks for being with us. This is another episode of Ministers Talking Shit. Do us a favor. Hit the share button. Let your friends know what we're doing here. Invite a few people to come and watch the program on the replay or in the archives. And stay with us today. We have got a full, full, full day. Top Mama is starting with uh, Laura Topper right about now. 8.15, we've got our morning prayers as always. 8.30, there's no morning sip today because it was a new moon, I believe. And uh, Rev Melissa does her 2 a.m. meditation, which I cannot get up for. Uh, and then what else do we have today? Uh, I lost my train there. Sorry. Uh, Heart of Peace meditation at 9.30. New, uh, True Thought Miracles uh, is still on hiatus and in the flow with Rev Skip today at 10. I'm Rev Briz. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next week. Peace and blessings. <clears throat> Whee.